Hey, hey, welcome to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast, designing life on your terms. I'm your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm an expert operations manager, productivity queen, mindset, business, and lifestyle coach. Basically, getting shit done is my jam. And I believe in the power of intentional living and in real conversations that can shift your perspective, create habits, and ultimately achieve the freedom that you want in every area of your life. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. So excited to share this week's topic with you. I'm pretty stoked about it. Um, It was one of those things where I'm like, did I record a podcast about that yet? I feel like I need to talk to them about this because this is something I talk about a lot and I find um, the conversation being more and more necessary with many of the people that I am connected with in business, but then also in my personal life as well. So you know, snuggle on in wherever you are. And we're going to, we're going to kind of dive deep into this one pretty quickly. So the idea is the exchange of energy in how we need to acknowledge more, how much that's a part of every single action that we take, every action and interaction that we have, there's an exchange of energy and we don't put enough like merit on that or enough like weight on that and the fact that it exists. And as a result, you know, a lot of people walk around always feeling like, I don't know why I'm so tired and, you know, I'm never doing enough and this doesn't feel like enough. I didn't even do that much. And, you know, why did this drain me so much? Why do I feel so exhausted? You know, and in a lot of cases, you know, there's mindset work involved. There's actually, you know, time management work involved. There's making sure you're hydrated and getting enough sleep and properly, you know, nourished with nutrients and things like that, that can all feed into those feelings. There's lots of aspects that come from that or that like contribute, I should say to that. But the thing that I was thinking about that, again, that doesn't get a lot of acknowledgement is the energy exchange. So I'm going to explain what I mean by that in detail. And you all know me. I'm going to give you a bunch of different examples. Um, And then we're going to talk a little bit about ways to not do that anymore, (laughs) or at least be more mindful of it to where it's not affecting your ability to be present or be productive or do the things you want to do and feel good while you're doing them. Um, Knowing this and kind of having this, this thought process in the back of your mind will help you in the commitments that you make and in the way that you're spending your time, it'll really help you make sure that you're showing up with what you need or what you have available even um, for each thing that you choose to step into throughout the day, week, month, whatever it is. So the idea is every time that you're interacting with a person or, you know, sitting down having a conversation, like, so the easiest one for me, you know, my job is very simple to recognize the energy exchange. I get on a phone call with a client and there's a massive energy exchange. You know, I can typically feel how, you know, feel the intensity or, you know, whatever it is, but then I'm pouring, I'm allowing them to unload all of their shit onto my plate. And then I'm pouring all of my energy into them in one way or another, whether that's we're having emotional conversations, whether that's we're having logical, like logistical and, you know, planning conversations, like there is a definite energy exchange depending upon the way that 
that conversation goes or even the person sometimes like sometimes it's way more draining than others and things like that so recognizing that energy exchange was a really big piece for me and understanding that I needed to like maneuver my days a little bit differently so that I could be the best version of myself in every single coaching call but then also have the energy to you know navigate life day to day that I needed to to make sure that I was taking care of myself and doing the other things for my business and family and that Um, So learning to navigate the energy exchange differently was like a huge thing for me. But so any of you that are in a service-based business or job where you're giving parts of your brain, like you're speaking to other people all day, that's a huge energy exchange that I think we need to put more gravity on and like understand that that's what that is. That doesn't mean that you have an excuse for, oh, I'm sorry, I can't do that anymore because I've exchanged too much energy today. Like that's not what I mean. I mean that acknowledging that and being more mindful of it allows it to potentially not be as draining as it is probably right now when you haven't thought of it that way. It's definitely a shift. And just trust me on that. Like you start thinking about it differently and even being like very respectful and almost like honoring that and knowing that's what it is, it just changes the way that it feels and the way that you operate in those situations. It becomes less heavy and more flowy is maybe the word to think of. (laughs) And so there's some other ways of the energy exchange that a lot of people don't recognize. So for example, the other day I was chatting with a friend and they're like, you know, a lot of people are embarrassed to admit that they have some sort of a phone addiction. A lot of people don't want to admit that. And the truth is, is like almost every single human that I talk to has some sort of a phone addiction, probably other than my father who you know, does not. (laughs) He looks at Instagram sometimes and he reads my content on Facebook, but you know, that's about it. But I mean, from parents to friends to, you know, different walks of life, a lot of people get really, they get sucked in to their phones and into social media uh, more frequently than they care to admit. And a friend was talking to me about this and she was like, yeah, it's so weird. Like, I just don't ever feel I always just feel like a zombie almost afterwards. Like I feel very drained and all I was doing was scrolling for 15 minutes or whatever. And I explained to her, I was like, yeah, but what happens is, especially for those of you who are sensitive to energy or have any sort of like empathic traits, um, every photo, every word, you know, post that you read, every video that you watch, like you're stepping into that person's world for a second. Like, think about that. You're not just looking at a photo anymore. Like, that's their life. And there's an energy exchange going on. Like, you're tapping in for a hot minute, you know, into that person's world. So think about that. In 10 minutes, you could have just exchanged energy or put put energy into, I should say, not exchange, but put energy into, like, 100 different people's content. That's a lot. That's why it leaves you feeling like a zombie. Because it's a one-way street, first of all, for that one. There's no conversation really involved. Um, a lot of it, depending on, you know, how you navigate the the world of social media, a lot of it might not be uplifting. It might be draining. It might be heavy. Um, but even if it's not, even you're just looking at fucking pictures of somebody playing with their dogs, like, there's still that exchange where your mind is almost acting as if it's tapping into that person's world for a second. And that is a big piece of what we do these days 
um, that I think, you know, we need to recognize. So as like an influencer or whatever the hell you'd like to call what I do for the social world, I take that really, really, I take that responsibility very seriously. Meaning I want to make sure that when you tap in for a minute to my photo, my video, my words, that it's giving you something in return in a good way, right? Like that's important to me. I don't want to be posting things that enrage you or that cause you to feel shitty about yourself. Like that's not the point. Am I able to still share like like solid ass, potentially harsh truths? Yes, but I do it in a compassionate way that shifts perspective versus tearing people down. And as I say that, I hope you can kind of notice the difference between, you know, as you think of people's posts that you read or, or content you consume, how there's a difference between those two things. And if you think about it, you know, cons- choosing to consume more things that don't make you feel like you, they just broke you down um, is a really great place to uh, to choose to navigate towards, really. But Either way, it's just something that I think we need to recognize. Like, that's why social media can feel. I've had people say, like, I get off of scrolling social and I feel like dumber than I did before. And it's like, it's not because of social media. It's not because the people that you're seeing stuff is stupid or, you know, um, unintelligent. It's that your brain, you just like stopped it from really doing what our brain typically does, which is looks at something, you know, identifies parts of it, engages with parts of it, reads about it. You know, there's a lot of pieces that go into that, but instead we're like showing our brain, you know, a hundred things in a five minute span without it really ever having the opportunity to like typically grasp or really grasp whatever that thing is that we're looking at. Right. So that's something again, in the energy exchange that a lot of people don't put any weight on. So in the world that I live in, in the coaching world, um, I would be so drained and burnt out. And of course people are like, you're just burnt out because you do too much work. And I'm like, I don't think that's what it is. Like the amount of work that I do is very minimal in comparison to what I used to do when I was working multiple jobs, 60 hours a week at the main one, like all that shit. Right. So it's like, I don't think that's what it is. It's gotta be something else. And so when I started diving into it, realizing that I needed to be very mindful of the interactions that I was having um, because they were affecting things. And so I started being really aware of how much I actually look at my phone. Um, Granted, obviously I use my phone all day and I'm talking on it to people most times, but the in-between that time, like I put it down and then go on to a next task or get up and get food or go outside or whatever and I leave my phone away. A lot of people wait for a long time sometimes to get text message responses from me. And it's because I cannot be at the beck and fucking call of the notifications on my phone. Like I just cannot be. We There's a whole podcast about turning off the notifications and managing your time, like respecting your time. And so that's, you know, all the notifications have been off, but like even in my text messages, I'll leave everything on red until I have the energy to do it. And, you know, obviously I kind of look at the preview and if it's an emergency or something, you can kind of tell and I'll address it, but I can't spend more than like 15 seconds looking there for that. Because if I do, like I find myself constantly being drained because think about how many of you are in constant communication with someone, whether that means you're in like an all day long text message chat with friends 
you're constantly chatting through like, you know, a messaging system like Slack or something like that with your team members or clients. If you're responding to emails all day, if you're answering Facebook messages, you're responding to comments, you're answering Instagram messages, you know, like all of those things are you with a shitload of output, right? So your output is really, really big, which again, there's a whole another podcast about in, input versus output, but like being mindful of that, it's not like that's work, quote unquote, it's energetic. Like you're putting your time and energy on those things and you're never giving yourself a chance to like reboot, right? It's like your battery dying on your computer, right? Like your battery dies and then you need to plug it in. Well, if you don't plug it in, what happens? Like you're, it's drained, it's done. And that's you, the same thing. And so it's recognizing that those things that we do are energy exchanges. It's us putting energy into someone else, which is a beautiful exchange. It's a beautiful thing, but it, it can be really bad. It can be really detrimental. And so it's kind of being more mindful of those things. Like if you find yourself leaving, you know, a family function or a friend's house or getting off the phone with a certain person and every time that you talk to them, you just feel like you got hit by a truck, like you're drained or maybe you're in a bad mood afterwards or you feel shitty about yourself afterwards. Like those types of conversations, when you notice that, you need to minimize that interaction with that person. And I'm being very blunt with you. Like this isn't mean, this isn't, you know, that you hate them. This isn't anything. It's just that you have to be willing. We have to start us human people have to start putting our well-being as a priority, our mental, emotional, and energetic well-being as a priority. And when someone or something is consistently draining you and you notice that, like, why would you go back for more all the time? Like, that doesn't make any sense. So starting to recognize that for what it is, that it's not mean, it's not that you hate them, it's not that, you know, whatever, it's just that you're in a different place for maybe it's for a week, maybe for it's for a month, maybe it's forever, who knows, but that you need to minimize that exchange because it's not serving you well. It's hindering your ability and your performance in ways that you're not cool with, right? Like these are all just absolute reality things. This isn't, again, this isn't mean, this isn't whatever, this is fucking reality. So when people come to me and they're like, I want to have better relationships and I'm like, cool. So we have conversations like this and they're like, oh, I can't do that. And I'm like, cool, then you're not going to have better relationships. Like until you can honor your energy and you can honor your shit, like, and acknowledge that it's not going to happen. You have to be able to, to know what you want and what you don't want and then communicate that. But it takes this type of stuff and like recognizing it and creating the space where you need to so that you can really see it for what it is. It takes doing that so that you can upgrade those relationships or, you know, try to iron things out or whatever to where it's a different feeling from then forward. So keeping that in mind with, you know, the scrolling we talked about with the conversations and like responding to people's messages all day long and every single spare moment you have, you're fucking answering somebody's question. Like, Dude, you're not the Energizer Bunny. Like, we're not robots. And we have to start recognizing that it's just not healthy and it's not helping us in any way. And and it's in those cases where, like, you're not doing anyone a service by being that way. If anything, you're doing everyone, including yourself, a disservice because you're spreading yourself too thin and you're not, you're, 
you're not your vibrant self in those instances. You're just not. So the other thing to think about as far as an energy exchange goes is in our actions. It's in the things that we do. Now, granted, there are going to be things that we don't like to do and that feel a little more draining than the others. Some of the things that are not, you know, things we can delegate. There are things we have to fucking deal with, right? Like paying bills or navigating through messages or, you know, typing out what it is that you want your customer to do or whatever it is, like these different things. Those actions drain you. Those actions are an energy output or an energy exchange. And so same thing with like going to the store or going to a birthday party or being out in public. Like sometimes personally, I just want to be where the people are. My friends used to joke with me because I would be like, let's go up to the restaurant and I just want to be there because I need to be around people. And sometimes that is exactly the medicine that I'm seeking and need. And then other times it is the exact opposite and it has a very negative effect on everything for me, (laughs) right? Which makes me sound like a crazy person, right? But the truth is, is it's not. I just know myself really well. I've gotten to the place where I know myself really well and I'm able to say, you know, I think in my head, like if I go to this party and there's 30 people there and I'm, you know, granted, obviously not everybody has these situations anymore, but say there's 30 people there or 10 people or whatever, and you're going to be interacting all week, you know, after a whole long week of doing your job, and then you're going to go be around them. And like, are you good with that? Like, do you have the capacity for that? Which is going to bring me to my next topic in a minute. But like, do you have the capacity for that? Yes or no. And it's, it's okay if the answer is no, you know, then maybe you go for an hour or maybe you don't go at all. Like, but you're, you know, again, you're upfront and honest and you're like, Hey, I'm drained. I can't, like, I'll meet you, you know, I'll catch you next time or whatever. But it's like noticing and just acknowledging and accepting that those are also exchanges of energy and we can be very aware of our actions. So for example, things that fill you up and things that make you feel good, those energy exchanges, like for me, it's Trader Joe's. I go to Trader Joe's all day, every day. And well, that's not true. I like to go in the daytime when there's not a crowd, but the people at Trader Joe's, are so good. Like it's just a good feeling, right? And the exchanges with them are always pleasant and it's always a really good thing. So that action is not draining for me. It's easy. It's fun. There's always new stuff there. Like that's draining for me. And then there's other people who Trader Joe's may stress them the fuck out, right? Cause there's all this weird stuff. <laughs> and so and they don't know anything about it and it's different. The story looks different and things like that. So it's just figuring out yourself and, and paying attention to how you feel you know, before, during, and after certain activities, certain actions, and then identifying, you know, where you can maybe shift things. Maybe it's times of day, maybe it's perspective, maybe you just get your groceries freaking delivered, right? Like it's all of those things um, where when we get to learn that stuff about ourselves more and acknowledge it as an energy exchange and acknowledge that then we get to choose whether that's the way we're going to spend our energy or not, that's massive, right? So, one of the things that, you know, I'm not going to take credit for this because it was given to me by one of, by my therapist at one point, where she explained to me, because her job is very similar to mine, where she budgets her energy. So think about that. Like if you're looking at the day and you know, especially those of you who have a family at home and you're looking at, okay, I'm going to be in an office with the door shut, engaging in hard like energy back and forth. <laughs> like a big fucking energy exchange, right? From nine o'clock until 
three o'clock straight. And then you're expected to come home, cook dinner, play with your kids, interact with your husband and be like on it, right? Ideally, that might not be, you might not be capable. So you have to think about, again, like I was talking about as you're learning yourself, you have to think about what's realistic and what's not when it comes to the energy that you're going to have. So say you have, you know, a pie chart at the beginning of the day and it's 100% of your energy. You're kind of looking at percentages of, of your exchange and kind of being and being mindful of that. And then like she was even telling me that talking to her husband, right, like being saying, you know what, I'm going to do these things, but that's going to leave me empty at the end of the day today or Thursday or whatever. So I'm going to need you to do dinner or you to do this or you to do that. And then him being able to be like, cool, okay, I got you, right? Because when we know that stuff and we can communicate about it, it's received in a very different fashion. Everyone listening to this is probably like, yeah, right. Like that's not a thing. It is a thing. And you don't know it's a thing until you try it. Trust me. You don't communicate in it. Oh my God, I'm going to be so drained. Like I please need you to do this. Like I'm just going to need you to step up this one time. Like it's not going to be that big of a deal. That presentation is always going to get you a negative response. Seriously, no. Be a grown-up. Just say, hey, this day is going to take more out of me. So Thursday, blah, 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 are you able to take care of dinner and bedtime? And he's going to say whatever he's going to say, right? But the way you deliver those things and that communication is sometimes received weird because they're not used to it. But it's usually received pretty well. People are willing to do their part if you communicate with them, especially in advance, right? So try it, trust me. And I think your, uh, if your delivery is like how I just worded it, you're going to be met a little bit differently. Anyway, budgeting your energy is an interesting thing to start playing with and paying attention to. So like what I do is I know that after certain interactions, I'm done. Like I can't, my brain's mushy. I shouldn't be speaking to people because like my sentences don't make sense, stuff like that. And I've started to know, like, for example, when I'm off of a session with my coach, which is typically two hours long, like I'm done. Like I can't do the life anymore after that. And so I will make a point. So I started moving my sessions with her into late afternoon or into like, you know, mid to late afternoon so that I'm, it's okay that I'm done. I can do all my other stuff before that. And then I can just enjoy, you know, and, and chill out afterwards or whatever. It's just kind of arranging. You can start arranging your life accordingly and really suit yourself in a pretty fucking magical way, honestly. Um, an example that was given to me at one point too, that's interesting is when you start paying attention to this, it's kind of the difference between getting an IV fluids and trying to drink enough water to rehydrate yourself once you've gotten dehydrated. There's like, yeah, sure. You can drink enough water and get yourself to a place where you're like, okay, cool. Like I'm good. I'm navigating. I'm existing. Not a big deal. Then you have that space, but you're never like quite ahead of the game, right? You're not quite full of the energy part. Like there's always a part of it that's drained, but then you have the hydration piece when you're getting an IV fluids, right? Where you're like hydrated. You know what I mean? If you've ever had IV, or IV fluids. And so it's kind of the difference when you start looking at that and going, okay, I'm going to just navigate this differently. It starts to be different. The biggest thing that I wanted to share with you is the fact that I know that a lot of you, um, maybe during this podcast or maybe doing a lot of them, you're like, yeah, cool story, Jamie. Like, how is that going to fit in my world? Like it's not possible for me. I got this much stuff on my plate or I have this many things going on or whatever it might be. Like that's not possible for me. And I want to tell you a story about a client of mine and myself 
that's just to say, okay, there was a time where I believed that I had to work this many hours and do this many things to make a specific amount of money and I'd sleep when I could and I ate on the run and I changed my clothes in the car. And, you know, like that's how I existed and I just thought that's how it was supposed to be. I could see a vision in my head of my life differently and I have no idea what that really was or if it was real life or if I was just making that shit up, right? I didn't know that it was possible for life to be different until I started allowing myself to pay attention to things and choose different and make different choices. And then it slowly navigates, you know, and, and since I made that decision, I have then now perfected the things that I'm talking to you about where I navigate it even more. It's always a game for me of like, okay, cool. How can I make this even more in rhythm, even more flowy and easy and, and you know, serving all of the things that I want? Like, how can I continue to tweak that? And I work, I do a lot of output, you guys, like I work a lot but I also don't really work a lot. Like <laughs> the amount that's produced is really high volume and I'm able to do it in a smaller amount of time because of all the things I tell you about, because I've worked at them and perfected them and what works best for me. And so the other story again, because it's, I get it. Oh, well, that's nice for you, Jamie, but that's not my life. Well, I have a friend who, not a, well, she is my friend too, but she's one of my clients long-term where she met me at an event that I threw. I ran an event. She'd heard about me from another person. She came to the event thinking, you know what? I would really like my life to be more balanced. I don't know if that's really a thing. Either way, I'm going to plug in with some cool people and spend the weekend. I am actually verbatim sharing this with you because she shared this with me several times. I'm not assuming or making this up. FYI. And she said that actually, now that I think about it, she said it out loud during the event too. She was like, you know what? I figure if I, if none of this works for me, either way, I'm going to get to, you know, meet some cool people and spend the weekend learning some stuff. Like, cool. She was very convinced that everything that I said was not for her. And not, as we're talking about intentional living and explaining the wheel of balance and like how we create the wheel of balance and we manipulate time the way we need to. And we make decisions about energy exchanges, right? And we're aware of these things and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, yeah, that sounds really cool, but that's not possible in my life. Because similar to the old Jamie, she was working a massive amount of hours, working her fingers to the bone, making really fucking good money, you know, and the other areas of her life were struggling a bit, but she made it work and that's what she knew. And in order for her to make the amount of money that she thought she needed to make to pay all of her bills, um, that was like basically her bare minimum, not bare minimum, but like her, what was acceptable to her, um, that's what her life was. And that was it. Nothing else was possible. The other day, and again, we have technically had this conversation a few times where she's been like, I was such a non-believer. I believed that all this was like ridiculously cute, but no way it was going to happen for me. And I was in a way, and in a way she was like disappointed. Like, man, I wish that that could be something I could work towards. I wish that that could be true for me. And then just accepted, kept accepting that it wasn't. So eventually she hired me as a private, as a private coach or as her full-time coach. And over time, this is not a coaching pitch, by the way. I'm literally just sharing this story so that you know that you're not alone and that this fucking is possible. So over time, she's created a world where she's working less, making more, has better relationships, has better time for rest, honoring herself, not pushing herself, you know, to the bare, like pushing herself over the edge all the time, physically, mentally, emotionally, like life is different now in ways that she didn't know that it could be and in ways that she thoroughly believed weren't possible for her. The other day she shared this with me in like a very vulnerable moment. 
of a reflection that she had had looking back she like actually grabbed the journal so when everybody comes to my live events I give everybody a journal and I have them start with these different practices well she had grabbed the journal for something and it was that journal and she read her entries at the beginning and the wheel of intentional living was drawn there and like all that stuff and it brought it made her very emotional because it made her realize how far she had come and how much she really believed that none of this was possible for her for her life to feel different and be different and so the reason I'm sharing that with you is because I want you to know that like this isn't hocus pocus. This isn't only for some people. This isn't okay, cool, Jamie. Like that's your life. I mean, I have parents, women who are mothers of four, single mothers of four, you know, people who have multiple businesses, people, you know, everybody's walk of life is different. And they're everyone's able to create this with mindfulness, time, and commitment. It's commitment consistency. You got to give it time and you have to be consistently committed to figuring it out and knowing that you're not always going to be perfect. And we work through it and all the things that we talk about here on the podcast build on each other and are little pieces that are now planted for you, right? Like if you're willing to acknowledge that this fits or this is something you're going to try to do different or whatever it is you acknowledge that and in the moments you remember that it is possible like it will continue to build and almost like blossom for you in the ways that you want it to so I hope that this entire conversation makes sense like I love the idea of an energy exchange I love the idea of budgeting energy and more so just than anything the acknowledgement of the energy that's given in different things that don't necessarily seem like they should be or feel that way but then it's like the feeling afterwards that you are like oh why do I feel like that oh that's what Jamie was talking about so you'll start to notice and then it's just the budgeting energy differently like learning how to maybe just pay more mindful attention to certain things and then remembering that all of the stuff that you desire in your world no matter what it is even if it's the exact opposite of everything I talk about here is possible if you choose it, it just takes consistency and commitment. Personally, I think it also it takes the ability to be consistent, committed, and flexible. Because you need to be able to reflect, adjust, bob and weave when you need to. But it's the consistently showing up and believing. That's the biggest part. So thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you so, so much. My energy is very... Uh, different today. If you can't tell by the tone of my voice, I hope that, you know, this was received really well and wherever you are, um, that you have a beautiful day or night. Thank you for being here. As always, if you liked this episode, show it some love wherever it is that you're listening. Um, give it a share with a friend or on your social channels. That really helps us get the message out there in front of more people. And I, from the bottom of my heart, appreciate those of you who do that. It means so, so much. And if you haven't already subscribed, make sure you hit subscribe. And until next time, friends, I'll talk to you later.